This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 24th of June. I'm Victoria Mitzi. And I'm Steve Holden. The Supreme Court in the US hands a big win to gun rights activists. And aid has arrived in Afghanistan following a deadly earthquake. We start in the US, where after a month of rapid succession mass shootings, the US Supreme Court decided to strike down New York City's concealed firearm permitting rules and policies on Thursday. The 6-3 ruling found that the state's law violated a person's right to keep and bear arms under the US Constitution's Second Amendment. New York City Council Speaker Adrienne Adams outlined the new proposed plan following the SCOTUS ruling. Our proposed solution encourages the state to tailor a law that accounts for New York City's high population density as a factor in establishing specific parameters for the designation of sensitive areas where legal firearms are prohibited from being carried by members of the public. This comes after several prominent mass shootings in the U.S., including the massacre at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, that left 19 children and two teachers dead one month ago today. Dr Lillian Liao, the paediatric trauma medical director at University Hospital in San Antonio, treated wounded victims on the 24th of May. She recalls waiting for more until the awful realisation dawned on her. We were in our minds thinking we would receive more patients than we did. Um, but and, and I think as the hours went on, we quickly realised why we weren't getting patients um, and that I think, that was, I think the hardest thing I did that day was to call off the mass casualty event um, and basically tell the hospital that we weren't getting any more patients. This is not the first mass casualty event Liao and her team have handled. Just five years ago, a man who was thrown out of the US Air Force for beating his wife and stepson shot and killed 26 people at a church 30 miles east of San Antonio. This decision gives a landmark victory to gun rights advocates and many undermine similar restrictions in other states. President Joe Biden condemned the decision. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre spoke on behalf of the president. Let me just say that we are disappointed uh, by the Supreme Court's ruling today. Uh, The Second Amendment, as you've heard the president say, is not obsolete uh, and permits common sense gun regulation. Uh, Justice Department defended New York's 
concealed carry law, which had been in place since 1911 and imposed only a modest burden on most gun owners. Gun control is a topic that divides many Americans, and the debate is reignited any time a mass shooting ends in a large amount of casualties or if the victims are children. We go to Afghanistan, where aid ambulances have arrived in the country's Paktika province, where an earthquake killed at least a 1,000 people and injured hundreds more, with Taliban officials saying the rescue operation was almost complete. The magnitude 6.1 earthquake struck about 1.30 a.m. on Wednesday, about 100 miles southeast of Kabul, in a remote mountainous area dotted with small settlements near the border with Pakistan. It shook about 119 million people in Pakistan, Afghanistan and India. Mohammed Shafiq is a resident in the Gayan district. It has done a lot of damage. It happened at 1.30 a.m. at night. It destroyed many houses. Many people have died. We are sitting. Everything is finished. Problems with access due to a lack of proper roads, as well as poor communications, have hampered relief efforts. The country is already grappling with a humanitarian crisis, which has deteriorated since the Taliban took over last August. There's also a risk of disaster-related diseases like cholera. The toll makes this Afghanistan's deadliest earthquake in two decades, according to US government data. On the way, the Glastonbury Festival returns and a place for dinner with your dog. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The President of the European Commission says Europe is sending a message of solidarity to Ukraine by granting the country EU candidate status. The European Union also agreed to make Moldova a candidate for membership. But the two nations will have to meet a series of conditions, both economic and political, before they become full members, a process that could take several years. Ursula von der Leyen also acknowledged a bid by Georgia to become a member state, with the country formally offered a so-called European perspective, a step below candidate status. It grants all three the perspective of EU accession and it lays down the path ahead. I think this is a moment of great satisfaction and I'm very pleased with the leader's endorsement of our opinions. There can be no better sign of hope for the citizens of Ukraine, Moldova and Georgia in these troubled times. To Brazil now, where the bodies of UK journalist Dom Phillips and indigenous expert Bruno Pereira, who went missing in the Brazilian Amazon for 10 days, have been returned to their families. Federal police recovered human remains from a grave in the jungle where the pair were led by a fisherman who confessed to killing the two men. They were reported missing on June the 5th after travelling together by boat through the Yavari Valley, a remote region bordering Peru and Colombia, for a research trip. According to police, both were shot with hunting ammunition. The brutal crime shocked the world and the search for Pereira's and Phillips's bodies took several days to be concluded. The bodies were released to the families this Thursday after forensic examinations. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest from FIFA on the World Cup, here's John Jackson. Teams competing at this year's Football World Cup will be able to select up to 26 players after governing body FIFA increased the maximum squad limit by three. FIFA said the change was due to the unusual timing of the tournament as well as the impact of COVID-19 on squads. UEFA took a similar decision last year 
allowing sides to pick three extra players for the European Championships due to the pandemic. The International Football Association board this month gave the green light to the use of five substitutions in matches, which was initially introduced as a tweak to the rules because of COVID-19. The finals take place in Qatar between November the 21st and December the 18th. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Billie Eilish is preparing to make history as the youngest ever solo headliner at Glastonbury later. The UK's world-famous festival's back for the first time since 2019, after it was cancelled twice because of the pandemic. Sir Paul McCartney, Kendrick Lamar and Diana Ross will also take to the Pyramid stage in the county of Somerset over the coming days. And true to form for Glastonbury, forecasters say the site could be hit by thunderstorms and showers, which will see the festival's traditional mud pits. And finally, if you've always wanted to go for dinner with your dog, then head to New York, where the city's first no-leash cafe has just opened. It's the brainchild of two brothers who wanted a place where you could bring your dog without having to tie it up. We thought the you know, neighbourhood really needed a place where you could come be with your dog and enjoy food and treats both for yourself and for your dog. New York's strict health guidelines mean there has to be a clear division between somewhere that sells food and somewhere that allows pets. As the cafe does both, the brothers got round it by having a glass wall where you can have your coffee on one side and see your dog playing and eating on the other. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 23rd of June. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.